0: is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network MicePod.com <laughs> <laughs> podcast that's nearly the same as all the others Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature mature audiences Listener discretion is advised The views spoken are ours and ours alone not those of any other bugger If you're easily offended we strongly suggest finding another podcast Everybody neat and pretty Then on with the show Please stand clear of the
1: doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.
0: Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast is nearly the same as all the others. We <laughs> did Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to The Mouse's Head. Um, yeah, this week's episode, I've stopped numbering them so we can play them out of order and you'll never notice. Uh, welcome to This After Dark and The Mouse's Head. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. And I'm also Paul. Yes, also Paul, which is a new nickname for the other Paul. <laughs> start, start, the new <laughs> se- start the new season as we, as we intend to go on eventually, with, with new nicknames for everyone.
2: Except (laughs) soaked And and new catchphrases.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And a new sound.
2: Yes, hopefully, um, if this has worked, um, then this will be in uh, Dolby Surround Sound Stereo. Yeah. Um, So if you're listening to it with one earphone in, you might not hear the whole show. Um, If you listen to it without any earphones, then you'll hear everything, so it's fine. So uh, let us know Unless how it of works. Of course, you've anyway.
0: got your earphones plugged in, in which case you'll hear nothing. Yeah, you
1: won't hear anything. <laughs> you may hear a small tinny noise in the background.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: and of course, if you marvelous. want to, if you want to let us know uh, if this has worked for you or not, you can visit our website at www. or email us at podcast at disaster. Uh, yeah, there is. Or oh, you can. <laughs> There is a, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, basically, can, uh... I saw a gap and I just went for it. I know <laughs> that's not how we do things. I know yeah. we've already missed out the first segment, but I just, I just saw the I'll goal. There
3: eventually.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, and then, Paul and I just proved that your brain works quicker than ours. Yeah. We, <laughs> did not
3: keep,
1: we did not keep up. No. Anyway, <laughs> if you think we did keep up, you could tweet us on Twitter at DizafterDark After Dark, or you could find us on Facebook.com forward slash Days After Dark, and we're also on MiceChat.com. B24, Gen-
2: Bebo. Yeah.
0: Gentlemen, what are we drinking? <laughs>
2: yeah, as it sounds, we've already started. Um, it's been one of those weeks, so uh, I've not gone for any kind of theming. I have just gone for a good old classic, uh, Serrano and uh, Coke. So cheers, on, everyone. On, on the rocks. Cheers. Very slightly. Excellent, excellent. <sighs> um,
0: Mr. D, before I... Tell everyone about our Instagram and Pinterest and YouTube.
1: <laughs> we're, we're breaking up. We're, we're keeping them in suspense this week. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's feeling... I don't have a Disney theme, but it is feeling autumnal. And pretty soon we're Ooh. going to be going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So I've got a bottle of Bulmer's Five Fruit Harvest Cider. Uh, <coughs> Cheers. Uh,
0: well, Happy to, Halloween. Prior to going away on a holiday, we had a bit of a family barbecue yesterday and everyone drank their way through most of my beers, and I've been left with at least two cans of Carlsberg. (laughs) Special (laughs) brew. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Uh, Seven Ace. White Lightning in a brown paper bag. (sighs) (sighs) And and you can also find us on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and elsewhere.
2: (laughs) As we're getting everything out of order, um, hello everyone, welcome to the mouse's head, this is is after dark. Have we done that bit? Yeah. um, I think we've got that. um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, fantastic uh, so um, right well I, I may as well we, we said we were going to I'm rambling aren't I Nick what Absolutely. we did about the news uh,
2: well I mean unfortunately because of uh, well I'm not sure when this episode is going to go out no. it could go out quite soon after it could go out a week or so after right. Stop I play um, the jingle that, that it, normally, helps. Yeah, should
0: that normally do, helps. Should we do, should we do one or, or several pieces of news? I don't know. Hang on a minute. A view of the news with disaster Dark. That was bloody lucky. That could have been any jingle because I wasn't looking.
2: Now, to be fair, I mean, I know I know. last week we were just saying the fact that we weren't going to do this uh, anymore
0: or, in quite next much week detail. We, next week we might have said that.
2: <laughs> yeah, depending on when we play these episodes, we're not sure. Um, but anyway, the 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 idea is going forward that we're not going to uh, be quite so news-heavy as we used to be. Um, but for for whatever reason, there's been a fair few um, items of of news that uh, have come out and feel that needs to be discussed. Um, and I suppose we should kick off with probably the worst of of the lot, uh, which is uh, unf- the unfortunate news of uh, Robin Williams uh, passing away last week. Uh, yeah, I think it's... T- and, uh, you know, I mean, a man who... I think it's been, it's been quite amazing just how much uh, public outpouring of sadness there's been. Um, I mean, in some ways you think there shouldn't be, because he was a very famous actor and, you know, had done a lot of roles, so it shouldn't be that much of a surprise that he appeared to be quite so... So loved by people that didn't know him. Um, but but even so, it still amazes me just how much um, love and admiration um, has been seen since his since passing. Maybe it's because of how tragic the circumstances were behind it, um, or maybe it was just a fact that he was just one of those people that was just loved so much. Um, but someone who had massive success outside of, of the Disney community, but also Uh, within it as well more Um,
0: than you possibly think as some people on various
2: yeah I mean I I will probably reel reel some stuff off and it's probably only scratching uh, the tip of the iceberg Um, I mean I I think oh how far do you want to go back I know certainly the first film I remember him doing for Disney or or really Touchstone which is a Disney company it was uh, was probably Good Morning for Vietnam Um, yep and then Dead Poet Society as well Um, And of course, probably his most famous or most beloved role for Disney, followed then with uh, Aladdin, where he played the part of the genie. Oh, yeah. And did did anyone, because I mean, I suppose one of the things that that happens when somebody dies that's quite famous is is the amount of of stories that that come out uh, regarding it. Did you happen to read anything about the situation with Disney and Robin Williams over Aladdin? Yeah, well,
1: I think it was about Aladdin, but there was a certain quote he made about Mickey Mouse. Is that the one you mean?
2: Yes. Yeah. So I, I remember at the time um, hearing about the fact that he wasn't very happy because he, he basically did the role not wanting to be uh, it, it, to be heavily promoted um, as, as a fact that he was doing this, this role, which really is quite remarkable because when you watch the film, you know it's Robin Williams. There was no way it couldn't have been. Um But uh, but yeah, he took a massive pay cut. He earned just seventy-five thousand dollars to do the work. Um which is probably it must have been on the on the lower end of the the acting scale for the size of the role, because I know that there are limits to what you can be paid to do certain types of work in the industry. Um But he you know he he asked to be not put any uh, on any posters where uh, he was more than 25% featured on the poster um, or that his um, acting, as it were, was not used to promote any products, whether that be food times or toys or video games or anything like that. He wanted it just to be in the film. Um, <laughs> and during this article, um, they showed the first poster for Aladdin, which was a very simple, I suppose almost like a teaser poster, where the main picture is of Aladdin... Or you just see the hand rubbing the lamp, mm. and the genie just starts to come out, but you can't even see what the genie looks like. And that was the poster that they were apparently going to go with for the release of the film. Then you see the final poster, they actually did release of the film, where it, the poster is about 50% genie. <laughs> and that's the point, apparently, we got very upset. Now, when he had this row, he did make... Uh, he, he did make a comment which... Um, He said, you realise now when you work for Disney why the mouse only has four fingers because he can't pick up a (laughs) cheque. Was the actual comment that he made. Uh, And he said a few other choice things at the time. And um, he vowed never to work for Disney again. And the very next year, after it had been a big success and the fact that they then decided they wanted to do uh, follow-up movies about Aladdin, um, they sent him uh, to apologise a Picasso that was valued at a million dollars to well, kind of uh, sweeten the sweeten deal. It, I think it was a nice touch. It didn't yeah. work. And uh, for the next film, which was The Return of Jafar, uh, Dan Castellanza, who is uh, probably more famously known for the voice of the genie. Sorry, the genie? No, he was the voice of the genie yeah. in that film. More famously known for the voice of Homer Simpson, though. Um, took over the role for that particular film and um, it was followed up by Aladdin the King of Thieves as well, which he'd actually also recorded all the dialogue for. However, in between that being finished and uh, that uh, scheduled for release in '96, uh, that's when Jeffrey Katzenberg left Walt Disney Studios to form uh, DreamWorks, and uh, his old friend Joe Roth came in from 20th Century Fox, who he had a very good relationship with, and uh, they did a public apology to him, and it was water under the bridge. He came back and re-recorded all the vocal for uh, Aladdin, the King of Thieves, and uh, that went out on video as uh, as agreed. He did keep Picasso, apparently. <laughs> so even after the apology, he didn't give that back, which I uh, still yeah, bit, deserved, it, really. It would be rude to give it back, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that's it, exactly. I think it would have been. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's. Uh, it just really made me laugh, because... I don't know if you've ever noticed, but if you go in, or or certainly if you did go in the lifts at uh, Disney Quest, Mm -hmm. the genie is not Robin Williams. Isn't it? Oh, I always thought it was, no. I I hope to be corrected, and you know how to do that on Twitter or Facebook or our website, uh, but I'm almost certain it's actually Dan Castellenta's version of the genie, and not Robin Williams. Um, But... As I said, I'm happy to be standing corrected, but I'm I'm sure I remember it. It's it just being a little bit off. He did a good job, but it's you know, he was really quite a unique person. Um, And uh, I suppose him making up with Disney then led to him being in Flubber. Yeah. Uh, Has anyone seen Flubber? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it uh, probably since the late '90s. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I have quite a soft spot for that film.
3: Yeah, it's a uh, nice film.
2: I just think the flub is really cool. Yeah. But that was probably it, really. I thought, he was, you know, he, the thing is, I today I watched the film Toys. I'd never seen the film Toys. And I don't think I'd even even seen a trailer for it. I remember the posters for it, but I'd never seen the trailer for it. And mm. I watched it today, and uh, I announced it on, on my Facebook as being the Tron legacy of Robin Williams' films. And what I meant by that was not that it was the greatest film ever made, because you know even though I probably feel that. I know that *Tron: Legacy* isn't that, but it's the fact that visually it's absolutely amazing, but the story is all over the place.
3: Yeah.
2: And even in oh, that, no yeah. But even in that, even in films like that, he still stood out mm. as as just a great actor. It didn't matter if he was doing comedy or if he was doing a serious role. He yeah. always. You, you know, I've never seen a bad performance by him. Even Popeye. Yeah, he's the only Popeye. good thing in Popeye. Mm. Yeah, I special Popeye. film. It's That's a special film, I've
0: Popeye.
2: For a long time.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'll forgive him for Peter Pan because I did like him.
0: What Hook?
2: Oh, yeah. Hook. Yeah.
0: Alright.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, see, this is this is very much a generational thing mm-hmm. because I love Hook. Yeah. And I mean, I like people, my age. Do. Yeah, mm. but I mean. But the thing is, I think in some ways it's a bit of a rose-tinted glasses kind of thing because, yeah. it, I mean, even Spielberg hates it, and he yeah, made it for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a very strange film. I know mean, we watched it again the other day, and I think it was just it just came out at the right time for me as a child to really, um, you know, I think I was about nine, ten at the time. Really, it was at my kind of wavelength. But people that are a fair bit older generally don't like it at all.
0: It's not Peter
2: Pan. Uh, it's definitely not. No, no, it's not. It's... Yeah, there's certain bits of, that that's annoy right. me. It's, it's the um, it's the uh, equivalent. You know, Peter Pan is to Hook as the Sleeping Beauty is to Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I think. And, so. and may and maybe that's why I hate Maleficent so much because I'm now <laughs> that much older. <laughs> but now yeah. I- I'm like uh, adults well when Hook come out. Um. It's but,
1: the Lost Boys on skateboards that did it for me.
2: Yeah, the, I mean, the one thing that I, I, <laughs> I made reference to when we watched it again the other day was the fact that um, there was the, one of the 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 League of the Lost Boys was going around the the island on a surfboard on wheels with a wind sail, hmm. but it was on a track. Yeah, but like, it wasn't like it was a no. It wasn't like it was a Hollywood track. So that's how it was made to move. It was very blatantly only on a track, so it could only go a certain way. (laughs) So the wind didn't make a difference to it. Just put it along. Didn't do that. But anyway, that's that's by the by. But um, that's it. An early version.
1: Yeah,
2: an early version of Autopia. (laughs) (laughs) Or a bad a bad copy of yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think. Any Disney and I will say this on behalf of any Disney podcast. If any Disney podcast doesn't reference Robin Williams, um, then I would advise stop listening to him and listen to us, um, because I think he was such an integral part of of uh, Disney over the years that um, that it, it needed to be uh, mentioned. And that's what I wanted to say on the matter. And uh, I kind of I've spoken about it for long enough, so I'm throwing it all the way over to you guys to add in whatever you want to say.
0: I'm just going to add in the fact that uh, and, and you know, if anyone knows of Robbie, Robin Williams's background and some of the problems he's had in the past, um, this isn't bad taste. This is just the way we do things. I raise a glass to you.
1: Yeah, um, indeed.
0: Um, Cheers. And, and, and I just apologise to everyone else in the world for, for my wife who, when we heard the news, went, well, he wasn't in take that anymore anyway, was he?
2: It's what he would have wanted to hear Yeah.
0: (laughs) So thanks and cheers for that Um, But it's not the only um, Piece of uh, Disney historical person That we've lost recently No England has lost one of our own as well Um, Mike Smith Not a name you hear very often With Disney and if we have any American listeners left um, Then You probably won't recognise the name but we used to have Disney planning videos on VHS. And in about 1984, a British TV personality called Mike Smith did it. Um, that's about it. I don't think he did anything else with Disney. He wasn't even present at the opening of Disneyland Paris, was he? Because that was Pat Sharp.
2: That was Pat Sharp and Matthew Kelly, yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. other than that, I don't know. But he retired from TV a long time ago and took up flying helicopters. So, yeah. Yeah. We lost Mike Smith as well. Not yeah. quite the same as Robin Williams. But
2: again, not quite I as raised, many films. I, I, I raise a <laughs> no. glass
0: to you and give Sarah Green my regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, I think I think for for most British people, if, if you were to know of Mike Smith, <laughs> it would generally be either his Radio 1 career or even a bit of Saturday morning telly. G- yeah,
0: that's
2: certainly can't how I knew Sarah Green as well. Yeah, yeah that's
0: it. Um, but well, Yeah, we, we, we tried to stay away from doing too much news, but there has been some corkers in this this very quick week that has flown by since the last mm-hmm. time we actually got together and recorded. But that's what you get for having holidays coming up. We thought we'd better get one in the can. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I'm using proper <laughs> radio speak and everything now. Um, did anyone hear the potential rumour about the Walt Disney Company purchasing Warner Brothers? I did hear about the rumour. Yeah,
2: I I didn't hear about this rumour until just now. And I'm I'm extremely intrigued by it.
0: Right. Um, Well, basically, um, Rupert Murdoch, head of Fox, uh, apparently recently tried to buy Time Warner Brothers Studios. And he offered them 80 billion. Warner Brothers didn't think that was quite enough. And (laughs) Murdoch took out his takeover bid. Which... That may seem like, oh, well, that's it, he took it off, they're not selling. But that actually hits Wall Street, and for a lot of people, it came as a bit of a surprise that a merger was even on the cards. Cool. And, yeah, uh, something in the Hollywood Reporter, which I guess is some sort of um, industry rag, possibly not owned by Rupert Murdoch. Um, Warner other, Brothers, other opinions are available. Yeah, don't you dare. <laughs> no, no, can't <laughs> yeah. say that.
2: Uh, you know, drink, that, that drink. catchphrase is. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: apparently, Warner Brothers is still right for a possible takeover bid. Uh, the current leader is China's wealthiest man, Wang Jianlin. Um, I've probably mispronounced that horribly, and personally, I don't really care. He probably finds the name Bonnie Face really, really funny. But if Wang's takeover bid does not come to fruition, um, the three possible candidates for it are Disney, Google, and Apple. Can you okay. imagine Google and Apple buying Warner, buying Warner Brothers?
2: I can't imagine what Google would do with it. In all that, honesty,
0: now Apple, yeah. what well, they've a lot of money in Pixar and originally. So I don't know, but yeah, Disney's market capital currently one hundred and forty nine billion. Um, which is the lowest of those three. But Mm. if the merge is still going ahead, can you imagine what Warner Brothers brings to the Disney Studios? Um, Let's think Harry Potter.
2: This is a problem, you see, because if if Disney did do this, my only concern is they're going to be in the exact same situation they are now,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: which means that... um, Basically, Universal gonna have all these attractions. They can't sniff. Yep. Down the
0: road. But you've also got yeah. a Warner Brothers studio, a Warner Brothers studio theme park just outside of Madrid, which gives another potential Disney theme park because it's owned by Warner Brothers and not Universal.
2: That is also very true. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And also, they've got presence. I don't want to deal with. I don't know if they've still got a deal, but I mean, Six Flags and Warner Brothers have. Yeah. Uh, been partners for a long long old time yes. but I'm not sure yeah.
0: they got a lot of DC related deal. rides haven't they like the, the supermans and things
2: that's right and also they've got in some of the parks they've got so Looney Tune attractions yeah. as well yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's that is... um,
0: ooh, that's quite interesting so do do, do do I think I've just left the meeting on my own no I'm
2: no. still here
0: That's all right then. It just suddenly went quiet and I'm thinking, hello. I didn't want to
2: interject. (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: think we've lost Paul then. Ah. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, um, right, where did I get to? Yeah, so I am going to have some serious editing and I've completely lost my spot. Oh, dear. It's a pullback. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. (laughs) Oh, the the sound's gone again. Oh, no. No. No, he's back. That's all right. Yes. Yeah, I'm that's back. fine. Uh, anyway, three, two, one. Um, yeah, so you've got all those parks. You've got all those rides. Um, Apparently, The Wizard of Oz is a Warner Brothers picture as well. And oh, that yeah. used to have quite a lot in when it was Disney's MGM Studios.
1: Yeah, wasn't there some limitation on what they could do with The Wizard of Oz in The Great Movie Ride?
2: Well, there will be, because I'm pretty sure it's an MGM film. Yeah. But then Turner bought the rights to a lot of the old MGM films. Yeah. And then Turner was bought by Warner Brothers, which is why it's Time Warner.
0: Fair enough. That might be it. I have no idea. Yeah. It's complicated. My it's, head yeah, to it's, hot.
2: Some, it's, it's something like that. But... um. Yes, I mean, I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting. I mean, I've got i just got no idea where this has come from. It's not like Warner in financial difficulty. No. You know, I think it would be quite well known if they were in real financial difficulty.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe it's just a case they just you know, whoever. Runs I mean, what's, it at the, what's the,
0: Mar- the Marvel deal? Is you can't they can't build a Marvel-related attraction or use a Marvel character. Um, well, in the, mo- in the parks within fifteen miles of, of Universal I, Studios, I, think.
2: I I didn't realize it was even that. I thought it was I thought it was a case of it was restricted to. I mean, it, it could still be the same deal, just differently worded. But I was under the illusion it was only uh, a done deal on the East Coast,
3: hmm.
2: which is why yeah. Disneyland. You've got the Thor meet and greet and you've had the Captain America meet and greet um, and the rumoured Iron Man attraction or the Avengers ride, whatever rumour you hear about next. But why those things could show up there because Universal Hollywood have nothing Marvel related at all.
0: I was disappointed there was no Black Widow meet and greet.
2: Give it time. Yeah. Yeah. Give it time.
0: Who's Wonder Woman now? Warner Brothers. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. She's in the new uh, Superman Batman film.
0: Yeah.
2: With uh, Ben Batfleck. I <laughs> think <laughs> that's his new name. Yeah, yeah. Is it, but, is it uh,
0: we've, we've sidetracked. He's playing Superman in that one again. Is it the same Henry Cavill? Yeah, from last H- Henry, time?
2: Henry Cavill, yeah. Okay. I haven't even seen that film.
0: No. I, I, heard, it. I heard
2: it was quite boring.
0: So, uh, yeah,
2: the end of it boring. It's.
0: Yeah, it's. it's Alien Child comes to Earth, dons an, with an S on the front that doesn't stand for yeah. Superman anymore, apparently.
2: Oh, Simon. Yeah. I've never... Uh, yeah. In fact, well, actually, that brings me to another thing we haven't talked about yet. Um, that I've got to be honest, although I like superhero films, I like used to read comics and everything like that, Superman was just one I never got behind. In fact, the only time I was interested in Superman was when they had the death of Superman in the comics. Yeah. And I remember buying the issues around that and the, the issues following that just because I was like, oh, I think the problem is because he was, you know, invincible, you know, in a weakness for Kryptonite and probably loose women. Um, but, you know, he, it just seemed like nothing ever faces him. No, you know, there was never any kind of real danger to him. So at least with, like, Batman and Spider-Man and people like that, they had superhuman powers, but they weren't invincible.
0: I've, I've never really been a big superhero fan in general. Mm. Um, i i just the later films when they're starting to the dark knights and even the latest superman to a degree uh, now they're modernizing them i can get, kind of get into them but the whole cartoon character um wearing your undercrackers on the outside of a pair of tights really never really did it for me
2: I, do I, I love the original batman series with adam west yeah and I like the Tim Burton Batman films. And I even didn't mind the, the the ones that came after Joel Schumacher ones, except for Batman and Robin, which we can all agree is crap. But <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want I, I
0: don't want to see a, a pair of George Clooney's rubberized nipples.
2: Nipples? No, never again. But mm-hmm. when Batman Begins came out, I thought that's quite good. But mm-hmm. when the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises come out, everyone I knew loved them. Yeah. And I just did, I just didn't care for them. I thought it was too pretentious. It was like, hey, what way do you slice and dice it? Even if you stop having the underwear on the outside, it's still a film about people dressing up and, you know, pretending to be heroic. Yeah. You can't, you know, it doesn't really fit in the real world properly. There's got to be a bit of an element of, of humour about it because it is not realistic. And with those films, they just try to make it too serious for me
0: especially with Bane as the bad guy, I mean, Hollywood gets a bad rap for demonising different races, different sexualities, different kith and kin. But to pick upon someone who had bad asthma like that was terrible, just because he was so. a bad guy.
2: That's uh, it. I mean, that's that's exactly having it. you asthma hit does the not nail on the head.
0: Inherently evil.
2: And so. also, I mean, not only that, not only did he suffer from really bad asthma, but he also um, seems to suffer with the same vocal condition that um abraham lincoln had when played by daniel day lewis yeah oh,
3: okay
2: i mean honestly watch those two films side to side and it's really hard to know which one is which yes the only difference is the bane one it's more like <laughs> oh that's actually good that's pretty, pretty good, good, good yeah. yeah that's excellent <laughs>
1: Are you, oh, sure uh, a, are you sure he wasn't a? Are you wasn't a spray painter though? I think that's just a dust mask. Really? He was a member of eighties wow.
0: 80s, 80s dance act Alternate.
2: <laughs> um, retro. There's there's a reference for you. So so yeah. far,
0: Mike Smith
2: and Alternate. Yeah. So uh, we'll call this the eighties retro special. Yeah. Um, but going back a little bit in time in this conversation, when I. For no reason whatsoever, suggested that the S on Superman's outfit, if it doesn't stand for Superman, might stand for Simon. Leads us to the fact that did you hear the news this week that there's a new Betty Boop film on the horizon? No, 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 no. Not like you're thinking. Well, that's a really terrible segue. And you know, one thing that I'm known for on here, other than really crappy catchphrases is the way that I like to have a good segue. But the reason for that is because the man behind this is Simon Cowell.
0: I I didn't even realise we actually needed a segue, considering we've gone from um, mourning the loss of Robin Williams through to the purchase of Warner Brothers and then on to Superman. (laughs) Smoothly didn't notice.
2: (laughs) It is what what Robin would have wanted, okay? (laughs) I know that. Um, But yeah, Simon Cowell and his uh, psycho... Uh, production company, which is S-Y-C-O. Okay. okay. Not not like the violent way. No, um, no. They're,
0: they're, 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 at what point can a Disney podcast make a reference to, again, 1980s football legend Stuart Pearce?
2: Again, it, quite random.
0: Nine, or was it 90s? Well, he was, he was called Stuart Psycho, Pierce. apparently.
2: Yeah, I, uh, it definitely has nothing, 90s. Probably late 80s.
0: Yeah, and has nothing to do with Simon Cowell. So carry on.
2: Well, I don't know. If anyone out there knows a link, please let us know. <laughs> However um, But yeah, so it's so basically uh, Psycho Entertainment and Animal Logic Entertainment uh, are behind um, the, the remake of uh, Betty Boop.
0: Okay. Cartoon, um, or do we know if it's going to be real life, or even a Who Framed Roger Rabbit hybrid?
2: Uh, well, funny enough, actually, the last time she was seen uh, really in, in the, uh, the commonplace was in He Framed Roger Rabbit
1: isn't she mm-hmm. is she universal she's in universal isn't she Betty Boop exactly yeah
2: this is why it's relevant yeah because otherwise I mean, it has been a bit a bit of us talking about it. but yeah there's still Um, I, I don't I don't think there's anything in universal left with Betty Boop except for there's a gift shop that sells lots of Betty Boop stuff
0: yeah that's lots right. that's of Betty Boop stuff and when I was in Singapore she wandered round oh okay but they had a Marilyn Monroe, who was a life character, and a Betty Boop, who was a costume. So,
2: so uh, it doesn't actually say uh, in this article what it is. Um,
0: I, I've, I've got the head, Oh, no, no, it's animation. Headlines. Yeah. Do, it, it's the team behind the Lego movie.
2: Uh, well, hang on a second. No. I've awesome. heard that as well. Everything <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Has everyone seen the Lego movie yes. now, by the way? No, yes. no. Oh, it but really is good. I've seen the song, or I've heard the song. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen them. I've seen a bit of the movie. No, it, seriously, on paper, I thought, this is going to be terrible. It, it's brilliant. If Guardians of the Galaxy hadn't come along, it, it probably would still be my favourite film of the year. Um, <laughs> and And <laughs> Psycho's last movie, which would have probably been my favourite film of the year had I had a chance to see it, um, was this year's and only recently come out Pudsey the dog movie
0: yeah and and mm. the Paul Potts biopic
2: yeah that's right and the one direction documentary as well <laughs> really really yeah really figure. so so basically their the slate is really looking good um but the, the the team behind the Lego movie involved here is the animation company okay which is uh, called animal logic. So the actual people behind the Lego movie, which are uh, Lord and Miller, who were also behind uh, the first Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and randomly Brooklyn Nine-Nine, are are the people that made the Lego movie, and they're the funny people. Um, So if they're not involved, there's probably not going to be much, much humor. But um, it says in this article as well, in 93, there was uh, an animated film, uh, about her in the works. It was 75% storyboarded, all the songs had been written, and then the studio boss abandoned the project. Didn't say what studio. I've got,
0: to, I've got, to, but I, I've got the interview. Cowell said of the forthcoming films that the music has to be current, but Betty Boots' mode of 1920s flapper pop strangely dovetails with today's charts. The likes of Paloma Faith, Megan Trainer, and Imelda May full-scored hits with brass led dance tracks by the electro-swing style of bass-driven dance. That just sounds like nonsense. Mm. So I'm talk about
2: nonsense. Yeah, mm. The,
0: the electro-swing <laughs> style of bass-driven dance. Bugs and buzzwords together. Sound like you know what you're talking about. And he probably does, and he'll sell records with it,
2: unfortunately. I don't um, know who said it, but I saw someone today say said it was a fusion of jazz and funk called Junk. Uh, and I think that's what that could be. Um... And, come on, do, does no one remember Doop?
0: I, I, I do, strangely enough.
2: I you doobie doop 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 Yeah, I have no idea why. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Probably because it was an earworm. <sighs>
1: yeah. So it was, yeah. if it was a fusion of funk and jazz, that'd be
2: fuzz then, wouldn't it? Well, it depends on which way you do it, but yes. Yeah.
0: And Two if it's a fusion like. of funk and rock, I'll stop there.
2: Yeah. Rock.
0: Frock. A nice dress, yeah.
2: Yeah, hmm. what's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't get you guys sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, Simon, um, yeah, no. But if well, Simon wants to
1: come on the show and tell us all about the new upcoming Betty Boop movie.
0: Yeah, if it's being made in conjunction with either Warner Brothers or Disney. I don't know. Or Universal. Yeah, yeah. You don't mind those guys. Or, uh, t- mm-hmm. We haven't. No one's really mentioned the Lego movie, and no one ever does a podcast about Legoland, do they? Perhaps we should do some investigative yeah. journalism into what's going on in Legoland, Florida, at the moment.
2: It's a Star Wars land. Yeah, or yeah. Not. It's very miniature land. Though,
0: yeah. <laughs> from what I hear. Oh dear, oh dear.
2: Speaking of which, um, there's not that there's anything to report on it, but um Bob Iger. Uh, was telling everyone that there's uh, massive changes afoot for uh, the Disney parts, with a much larger s- Star Wars presence. Yeah, isn't yeah. that what Darth Vader said once? I know oh, he could feel your presence.
0: He, he could feel the presence. Yeah,
2: <laughs> mates, Christmas round his house terrible. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. I, I can't that. um, but yeah, so he's he said that. And uh, then that was that was uh, a couple of weeks ago and then mm-hmm. just breaking news this weekend and news that's going to rock the very Disney community down to its very core uh, was the the tragic news that uh, the American Idol experience will be closing a lot earlier than expected. Um, yeah. It's now closing on the 30th of August. Oh, I've, got yeah.
0: se- I've got seven days to make myself a star.
2: Yeah well it worked for Craig David. I got 24 hours. <laughs> In Tulsa, or uh, to get that golden ticket?
0: Yeah. Oh, There's
1: that's only that's one bad. problem:
0: a complete lack of talent, or is that just me?
1: A complete lack of talent—the
2: <laughs> inability to sing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's
0: nothing. Hey,
2: if the pubs, if the pub singer can get through,
0: that's true. I, I think it's about oh. oh, that has to be done. I, well, I know he may be somewhere near there right now. We have to send him on. Well,
2: I did well wonder, that's the I did that's the where he'd gone. Yeah.
1: That's the news story that I expected to have for this yeah. week, and the pub and, and pub we singer. didn't have. Oh. Yeah. Yes. A certain a certain pub singer gets thrown out of the uh, <laughs> Rose and Crown in Epcot. <laughs>
0: yeah. We we need him to, <laughs> we need him while he's out there to uh, enter um, the the ex what's that? no the
1: American Idol <laughs> the American Idol yeah.
0: Uh, that, but, that, that would be something. That, that's, I, th- I think, things need to be done with it. I don't know what they're planning on doing with it yet. They haven't announced.
1: That would go. That would like... go viral. That would go viral, wouldn't it? Oh, See exactly. what you want. What you want. Him, what you want him to do is sing in the audition, sing in his normal voice, and get on that stage. But then when he gets on the stage, <laughs> he adopts the persona of the pub singer, <laughs> and, and watch the judges'
2: face. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, we'll see if any of them actually listen to the podcast, or which I yeah. doubt very much. But uh,
2: I heard Ronnie Jackson's <laughs> quite a fan. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I, I don't know. If they tear it down, is it because American Idol and X Factor are now kind of old hat and it's all wherever's got talent? Because I think it's biased because I know a lot of people that can't sing but have other talents. So, I think
1: they need it for Star Wars related yeah. attractions. Stuff. And talking about that, did you see the lineup of the characters at the villains unleashed uh, uh, event at Hollywood Studios?
0: Tell us about it. Is, it's this, is this coming Saturday, as we record this. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's very heavily Star Wars influenced. You got Darth Maul, Boba Fett, Darth Vader, stormtroopers, Emperor Palpatine, and the Royal Guards.
3: <laughs> that sounds like, it sounds like the Captain... band on Like,
1: I do know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Gantu, there's, there's a huge amount, about 50% of, of the meet and greets are actually Star Wars characters. And then there's a whole bunch of wandering around ones as well.
0: Quick, roll out the costume from Star Wars weekend. Yeah. Captain you... get into a Star Wars character. I... Possibly from some sort of expanded universe or Clone Wars type thing, I'd imagine. I thought he was a
2: bad guy from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs>
2: well, one of us is right. That's
0: the main thing. Yeah.
1: Well, that, no, that's, that's... You're right, you're right, absolutely. You're right. I missed up or not. Oh, he's... That's <laughs> oh, okay. from Lilo and Stitch, isn't it? Captain <laughs> yeah, yeah, but...
2: But, 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 he could
1: but before he got was. that job, before he, he got that job, he, he was, he was on them. the Death Star. Yeah. He,
3: was
1: he was serving... He, he was, was the... serving fast food in the Death Star canteen. <laughs> I
2: heard. I heard he was uh, on the star on the first Death Star. He was actually one of the foremen. Yeah, um, ta- but when ta- the second ta- one was finished,
0: yeah. ta- tasked tasked with uh, building a nice flap an exhaust that goes over an exhaust port.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was the one that put the plywood over that exhaust port. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we're talking Star Wars, Star Wars, we're talking Star Wars. Um, as we're doing that... Oh, by the way, that's, that's why I, I can't go on the American Island experience. Um, At least we recognised it as Star Wars. Touche. Um, have you seen the heavily rumoured announcements coming soon that Disney are releasing the original Star Wars on Blu-ray uncut? Or, sorry, no, the, recut, the non, from uncut.
0: The non-director's cut.
2: The, the non-crappy versions.
0: I think that's it's what people in the, style,
2: the fan community call them. Yeah. The non-crappy versions. Um, but yes, uh, yes, they're, they're uh, apparently making announcements soon. Now, what I'm not too sure about is the fact that although Disney owns Lucasfilm uh, and, and all that hook, line, sinker, Star Wars, as in A New Hope is still owned by Fox.
3: Hmm.
2: So Disney owned everything from Empire upwards, or backwards, depending which way you want to look at it, Um, but Fox still owned the rights to Star Wars New Hope.
0: Hmm. That's that's interesting. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So that, for for whatever reason, I I mean, it's obviously got to do with the deal that Lucas signed when making the first film. Um, and that's and that's why it deal is still current and separate yeah. from everything else. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that was a little bit of a weird uh, announcement when that deal went through in the first place was the fact that that was that was the situation. So you know, I, I don't know if that means that they've come to terms with a, a deal with Fox. I mean, surely it's just about distribution costs. Disney will have to cut them in with so much of the profit. Yeah, I'm guessing.
0: So available on Blu-ray, does that mean it's going to be available on iTunes as well for download?
2: Oh my God, that's that's an interesting point. Um, I mean, it's not going to happen. I mean, if this announcement happens, this is not going to be available until next, I don't know, October, September maybe. Hmm. Because they will be having this ready for the new film. It, yeah. You know, there's going to be no way they're going to avoid doing that. So that that's, that's my prediction, is that it will be at least a year away from when they do the announcement. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day, and um, for me, what would make the most sense if they want to get every last penny out of this, is they want to release them in 3D. Because that had been worked on for years. Well... Lucasfilm were working on them for about the last 10 years. And before they released, because they re-released episode 1 in 3D, and the first test they did even before that was released was on A New Hope. So we know they'd done at least those two, and Attack of the Clones was also finished, um, but pulled from release because of the deal being struck uh, between Disney and, and Lucas. So it never got a, an official release, but it did get shown at Star Wars Celebration Europe okay. about two years ago. So they th- there's at least two and a half films definitely completed, but they were apparently working on them for a time because the, the plan was to release one every year, start with episode one, and then build up to release them all in order, in numerical order. Of course, the problem with that is that you know, people don't generally want to see the first mm. three films. They want to see four, five, six. Yeah. No, so more. Phantom Menace didn't do that well, and mm. that's probably why. But I think that's... It, it's it's definitely, for me, I, I see it as a, a double win, because people... Even if you own it on DVD, and you think, mm, do I want to upscale to Blu-ray? Most people will do, because it's Star Wars, and they love it that much. But... If it was in 3D, you'd have no excuse not to. Yeah. Plus, as well, 3D is having another bit of a resurgence since Gravity and Frozen, so it's another way of just getting another sale out of people, hmm. and possibly we would then impact on TV sales as well. Yeah. Which Disney won't see a cut off, but it, it, it's good for everyone if that happens. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's what I think will be interesting to see if mm. that's announced as well. But um, you know, from a from a, a fan of the original films as they originally came out, um, I can't wait to see them in proper quality.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like they were enough. when you first saw them, digitally unmastered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they were on on one of the DVD sets they released, not the last one because Star Wars is um, Star Wars is out on Blu-ray, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But when they released the, the then the first time on DVD. Um, there was a transfer from the Laserdisc of the original um, Star Wars, but the it was like one of these cropping scan type of affairs. Can, so it hand wasn't and scan, whatever hand scan, yeah. So it it wasn't mm-hmm. particularly good. It wasn't proper widescreen, and you know, so you could you could have it, but it wasn't done as nicely as the proper DVDs were. So you know, for, for them to be available properly in a format like that will be something to talk about. Yeah. So uh, let's let's yeah. wait and see. Yeah.
0: something I just to I just
2: hope you know, I just hope
1: Captain Gantu's in Episode Seven. Oh, I
2: think it's well now. Now Disney owns Star Wars. Yeah.
0: Anything could happen.
2: Stitch Stitch could be the new Emperor Palpatine.
0: I always thought he was Yoda. But he's, well, he's got, he's in, got in, several uh, different characters from Star Wars weekends that have. Stitched. Now I'm going
2: to mention a word I haven't mentioned. Another,
0: Go
2: on, I'm going to mention a word I haven't mentioned in a very long time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Begins
2: with begins with a V and ends a nation. And oh. in the Star oh, Wars, it's been a long time. No, no right? we we'll forgive you. you that Star was Wars... an R of
1: anticipation. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're we we're, 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 we're banning you from using one catchphrase, so we've got to give you your vinyl motions back. It's a bit give yeah. and take.
2: Yeah, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> um, but in the Star Wars Final Mations they've done for Disney, um, uh, Stitch was both a Yoda and an Emperor Palpatine.
0: <laughs> That's a weird dichotomy, that one. Well,
2: because yeah. this is the problem. Cause the thing is, like, it's like the the action figures. You've seen the action figures, right? Yeah. The Star Wars action figures as Disney characters? Yeah. they yeah. I started collecting those because as a Star Wars fan and Disney fan, I always thought... You know, it was quite a cool concept. But of course, they've got Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, Kiwi-Dooie, Louie, Pete, and the girls. Mm. And there's too many characters. So what you do is you have Donald Duck as Han Solo, fair enough, then you have Donald Duck as a Stormtrooper. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's a and then you'd have
1: the dark side.
2: You'd have Goofy as as um, Chewbacca, and then you had Goofy as um, Darth Vader. Yeah. And so that was, the, and, and then I know it's, it's as stupid as it is, but then it was like, well, I can't buy all these now. I don't want the same because characters. They sort of, no, I see it. You, I don't want the same characters as different characters.
1: I, it's showing them is on what? the, shown them on the light side of the force and the dark side of the force. I, it depends just whether you're glass half full or glass half empty, kind of guy.
0: Or whose mm. round is it?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: More appropriate. Now, have, yeah,
2: so there you go. To answer your question, it's been both.
0: Oh, right, fair enough. Now, I, I had a, I, I used to collect the little the Parker Star Wars figures. Yeah. When I was little, and then I noticed when um, Phantom Menace started coming out, and they. Kind of re showed and brought everything back, but they re brought out a load of original trilogy characters. Yep, but it wasn't the case of Luke Skywalker. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? It's like, aren't you a little too well built, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, to be a stormtrooper? Yeah, they'd like buffed them all mm. totally.
2: Yeah, was- I remember seeing those. I, I like you, had the original. Um, Star Wars figures when they came yeah. out, or well, I, I was some, some years after they came out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I well, actually, it was perfect time for me being a kid because by the time that I'd seen Star Wars when it first got released on VHS and I was about four, um, everyone had stopped caring about Star Wars at that time, so I was able to get all the toys really cheap. Yeah,
0: secondhand <laughs> the, shops are yeah. selling them again.
2: That's yeah. it, and the, but the problem is, I was find them all cheap. I'm taking them out of the boxes and playing with them, and now they're worth like loads of money. And I've got a lot full of uh, used Star Wars figures. But anyway, yeah, I,
0: I, I, bet, I bet you've got all of mine.
2: But um, but yeah, I mean, I I like the fact that Luke Skywalker was a skinny little wraith with a lightsaber that came out of his arm. Yeah. Do you remember that the little yeah, little, the little lever thing you used to pull up and up. Yeah. used to pull out of his hand? Um, and then the new Star Wars figures actually held lightsabers. It's like, ah, oh, that's not as good, is it? And,
0: and were completely stacked like some Venice Beach monster.
2: And Darth Vader, do you remember the original Darth Vader with that plastic cape that he never actually wore? Yeah. I never got that. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of Star Wars news, actually, for one week. Yeah, um,
0: considering mm-hmm. Star Wars Weekends was you know, a few weeks ago.
2: But there is there is another park which we don't we haven't mentioned on here for a long time actually, but we focus on for quite a while the beginning of this year, thanks to a little film called Blackfish.
0: Yeah. Mhm.
2: And have you heard about the announcement they did the other day?
0: Well, I've heard their earnings call. And it's you, not good.
2: You heard their earnings call?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they were down thirty odd percent. Wow lost a lot of money lost mm. a lot of gate mm. um, so yeah They're
2: had doing a th- much they to... bigger knock on effect than they thought
0: yeah they've got to do something about it which well, I guess is where you're coming in
2: that, that is true um, as, so as they... the
0: saviour of I don't know where that came from you're coming into to save SeaWorld
2: <laughs> <laughs> well not me, not me personally I mean that'd be very responsible um, but they um, they've announced a major expansion to its killer whale habitats so, the new tanks are going to be 50 foot deep and contain 10 million gallons of water. The water volume uh, will be double the amount of the existing facility. And, um, and it's just, also going to, it's going to also be a 40 foot viewing area for visitors.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think of the aerial photographs I've seen. And this is just SeaWorld Orlando. They've got other parks, so, or are uh, they well, all the other parks.
2: They did say that this is going to be across the parks.
0: How much land have they got behind the so, to suddenly dredge out a whole load of a bigger lake?
2: So the, the, <laughs> it says the SeaWorld Diego, um, San Diego expansion is going to open in 2018, followed by expansions in Orlando and San Antonio. Um, there's one in Australia as well. Yeah. And I'd be surprised if it doesn't include that.
0: you, you got to love um, that. The, the knee-jerk reaction. Uh, Yeah, we'll be opening our expansion sometime in 2018. Uh, Mm. Please, please, public, don't leave us. Um, We are doing something about it, just not just yet.
1: It doesn't make sense. I know it's a huge attraction for them, but they're ploughing money into the thing that has um, has got the negative publicity. I don't know that even making it that big is big enough.
2: But I think the problem is that, at its heart, Sea World was a, as much about conservation as well as attraction. Yeah. And obviously the, the whole Blackfish thing, And you know, we've heard both sides. You know, we've obviously seen the documentary and we've also uh, heard from somebody on the other side of, of that fence as well um, talking about that. And I, I think the thing is the focus has been too much, at least on the outside, has been too much on the entertainment side of things. And the fact that, you know, they've cut down on the number of shows, anything like that means that they're, they're going in the right direction. Um, but, yeah, I think it does feel a little bit knee-jerk as well. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, although you can hardly call a knee-jerk reaction something that's going to open in twenty in, in four years' time.
2: It's, yeah. I, I mean, the I, I thing is, I don't know. I mean, I suppose it depends on how how much work yeah. needs to ha- to happen, like how easy it is. To build a tank to that deep, side, a
0: fifty meter deep tank. Yeah,
2: that's it. Uh, you know, I've got—I literally have got no idea how long that could possibly take to to no. make.
0: I mean, um, we, we, we we dug a two foot down, five meter swimming pool in our garden. It took us three months. Well, smoke. there you go then. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not big enough to put a killer whale into it. So, and, so you're and, saying and, every two pull. months? Yeah.
2: So, what's that? Three, three feet every two months. Sorry, two foot every three months. It, so, it, in a year, that's...
0: It, it holds about 4,000 gallons of water.
2: Yeah, that's about right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, with a viewing area all the way around it, if you stand in my garden.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to get any killer whales in there, are you?
0: Uh, you haven't seen me in my black and white speedos.
2: <laughs> I said killer whales, not look like a whale.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs>
2: Ouch, I didn't mean that.
0: It. <laughs> no, um, no, it's perfectly true. I, I have, like, laid sunbathing on the side, and... um me you
2: shouted out that Free Willy.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, this is uh, taking a dark turn, I've on side. Yeah, there's I, a jog I, I, in there somewhere. I was going to go down the route of, like, several animal activists pushed me back in, but the Free Willy thing just real... You, that did it. <laughs> I can't...
2: Um, so, I mean, the, the last thing that I wanted to talk about this week, um, last week I, I got to listen to you guys uh, with your pre-trip report yep. uh, for, for your for your ongoing uh, adventures recently, um, and I'm going on mine soon as well, so uh, I thought I'd talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris before I go. Please do. Yep. Um, yeah. and, uh, and also some news that's just come out there as well. So, um, I'm going in September countdown has begun Excellent. haven't got long to go now at all um, and um, we're going for three nights four days this time which for us is a little bit longer than we normally yeah. go Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll we
0: will be pushing a buggy around
2: So. well we were pushing the buggy around last time but uh, the reason why it really is because Alice bless the cotton little socks he's happy to be in a buggy but she much prefers to walk and run around everywhere so with that in mind, obviously she doesn't walk very fast. She doesn't run very fast either. To be fair. Um, so for that reason, we thought we'd give ourselves a little bit more time, um, and also try and actually go on a few things. Because the last time we went, I don't know if you remember, but I went on one attraction. Um, mm. So this time we, we're planning to go on a few Get more. A few more. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, also this time she's going to meet Mickey Mouse properly, Excellent. because uh, she, we did cafe Mickey last time, and he did come around and, and had a picture taken with him. But at that time, she'd never watched the cartoons or anything. So, since that trip and her now recognising who Mickey Mouse is when he's on the telly, it's going to be either the greatest moment of my life seeing her face light up, seeing him, you know, for what she will feel as the first time, or it'll be the moment that she gets scared of characters for life. (laughs) We're not sure which way it's going to fall, and I'm really excited to find out. the plan for us is to um, go on Ratatouille at least once. Mm. Yep. Um, and uh, whether that means fast pass or not, we don't really care. Because from what I understand, Ali, well, Alice can go on it, but more importantly, Lindsay can go on it uh, because of because of how it operates. So hopefully she'll be able to go on it because she will be about seven months pregnant at the time. Um, and that's another reason as well, is because Alice can't walk very fast. And by that point, neither will Lindsay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're to think ahead on this one a little bit. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the, the aim is to spend at least one day in the studios, possibly a day and a half, but I don't think two, um, and then spend the remainder of our time in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're staying at uh, our preferred hotel in uh, Valde Europe, which is uh, just one tube stop away on the train or a shuttle bus, depending on how we want to go there. Um, but uh, you know, it's really easy and cheap to go from there, um, and uh, we're just across from the shopping centre, so it means we can get our snacks and breakfast and all that kind of stuff. And um, we're coming back on a Saturday, which will be interesting because I've never, um, I've never travelled back on Saturday, and I, I can't remember the last time I've been there on a Saturday. So I can safely tell you now, the one day I'm going to try and go to rest to is not going to be on a Saturday. Because so I imagine okay. that will be a nightmare. Good point.
0: plan. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that might be. Yeah, be tricky.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I, I believe Fast Pass is up and running for that, but um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to risk that on a Saturday. <laughs> so uh, there's that. And um, I think for the first time since 1995, um. I'm looking to eat at the Chuck Wagon Cafe, which is uh, a buffet restaurant at the uh, Cheyenne, Cheyenne yeah. Hotel. Oh, yeah. um, so I, haven't, I don't think I've stayed at Cheyenne since that time, actually, but mm-hmm. I have fond memories of going there. And the reviews seem to suggest that it's, it's, you know, for a buffet at Disney, it's not bad. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to do that. Well, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, we've done Plaza Gardens before, and that's normally great, except for the the last time it wasn't particularly good. But we are going to go there again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: what we... other are... You got the one in the um, Sequoia Lodge.
2: Yeah, you... there's one and in... there's one in downtown Disney. Is that Billy Bob's? Billy Bob's, yep. which I've not done, but my neighbours have done and said it, that was quite good. So we might try that yeah. one.
1: Yeah,
2: we did um, that. That was okay. The uh, the uh, cafe de stars.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so is that that's... the one in
2: the studios? Yeah, where which... they
0: used to wheel um, Remy. In. No.
2: Yeah, um, and obviously that's... he's not there now. There's Cafe agraba in the Magic Kingdom. That's right, I've never done that one. Disneyland. But yeah. yeah, we did that. Okay, that was okay. Is start...
0: This is starting to sound like there's an awful lot of buffets actually at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anywhere there, else there are. There?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, Have Pizza Planet apparently, apparently is now a buffet, but it's never open. No. No one mm-hmm. no one knows what that's like anymore. And to be honest, I don't do the burger anymore, so what's the point?
0: So are you, are you driving or training?
2: We are training. Um, mm-hmm. We are going from from Fleek, because it's about a 30-minute drive from us. Okay. Oh, cool. yep. So um, we've got uh, an hour layover in Lille. We couldn't get a direct train that day, so we've got okay. an hour stopover in Lille, uh, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's, I mean, there's not much there nah. at the station, um, but an hour's not long to have to try and kill time for, so nah. it's it's okay. Um, we get there around about uh, one o'clock, I think. The hotel check-in is normally three, but to be honest, the hotel Elise where we're staying is only pretty good. Um, if your room's not ready, they'll just let you store your luggage there anyway. But I, yeah. I think I don't. I can't remember the last time I went there early and I didn't have a room ready for me. So no,
0: um, I mean, the Disney hotels are all they're supposed to be at three o'clock check-in, but yeah. we we do stupid stuff like actually leave here at two o'clock in the morning. And yeah, I'll, and drive. I'll, I'll, I'll drive all the way down, and I'll get to the park by nine o'clock. So it's like <laughs> into the hotel. Can we check in? No. Okay, just give me the tickets, then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's it. If you if you don't have to, you know, if that's all you've got to worry about, it's fine. I mean, we've we've got our annual passes anyway. Yeah. So you know, even if we got to the hotel and we were like, um, "Yeah, you're not ready," I mean, we to be honest, it, it'll be interesting to see what we do because we can either. We get, we The TGV we, we travel in on from Lille yeah. obviously goes to the park. Yeah. So if we want to go straight to the hotel, we need to get a, a train back one stop on the Tube. Um, but because of the annual passes, we can actually leave our luggage at the gate. Hey, that's the way to do it. For, for free. So to be honest, it might just be a case of, let's just drop our luggage off and just go straight into the park. Why not yeah, spend a few more hours yeah. there? we were planning to? Um, aiming to see dreams. But we'll see what happens depending on on how Alice is because, uh, you know, last last time we could get away with it. This time, mm, we'll we'll see how she feels. little
0: one in a buggy, staying up to see dreams. Um, I see your future now, and it is from one of the shops on the left-hand side as you walk towards the castle in Main Street, the Emporium, you will purchase a fleece blanket with some Disney characters
2: on it. We already have blankets, so no. Uh,
0: we, I don't
2: know if I've ever told you about the time we got we, we the year we went and it was absolutely freezing cold at the beginning of November. Like, I've never been so cold in my life. Yeah. And we never ever go to Paris now without having thermals for everyone, just in case <laughs> that happens again. Yep. It was too cold. Um, ear, ear hats, light up ear hats, that might be in the future, but All not right. on this trip. um <laughs> And actually, so talking about Dreams and that, have you heard about the new 65 Euro Ahead VIP experience?
0: I... No.
2: No. 65 Euros gets you priority access to the front of the castle, right in front of the castle, for viewing for Dreams. Uh, And with that, you get a badge.
0: Rock on.
2: Now, no one's seen the badge, but if it doesn't say... I just spent 65 euros to get an upgrade to Dreams and all I got was this lousy badge and a decent view. <laughs> They've missed out on a trick though.
3: Yeah,
1: um,
2: yeah. But as I said, I haven't seen the badge so I don't know for sure but um, we're not going to be going for that one. Um, Do you get any ears? Well, there seems to be some confusion because some people think you get ears, some people think you get a badge. You, I mean, even if you've got the ears and a badge, you're yeah. still going to be paying about 30, 40 euros a head. Mm -hmm. to like get a better view yeah Yeah. you know personally if that's what i'm getting for money if it comes some people suggest it might come with a tour um like early in the day around the park like a vip tour if you get that then i think okay that's not that bad value for money still a lot but at least you're getting a big experience out of it if it's just to get preferred viewing then not so much Uh, but the other big news, which I am going to avoid because I'm going too early, but this Christmas season, um, Anna and Elsa will be making their first appearance at the uh, Princess Pavilion. And if your daughter
0: was old enough, you would be corrected. It's Anna, apparently.
2: No, no, it is. Anna. You're completely right. And having Norwegian family, thank God I don't listen to this podcast. No, it's it's because um, it is seven, Anna.
0: I've just got a seven-year-old that every time. Anyway. So we're gonna go and yeah. see Anna and
2: Elsa. Anna. Yeah. It's Anna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. the, the good thing. Or as they say Norway? Anna.
0: Yeah.
2: Wrong pronunciation. The good thing about Anna and
1: Elsa in Disneyland Paris is you won't have to queue for five or six hours because they don't know how to queue. <laughs> it's no, gonna thought be thought it's gonna be constant that the... melee.
2: <laughs> no, it's at the, the Princess Pavilion. Oh, yeah. so You've got to get there Which early I've in the not, morning and pick I've up not done before. I've not done that yet, but... Um, get, get there early yeah. and
0: get your card stamped.
2: Yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> I've heard.
0: I, I saw a post on one of the various Facebook Disney groups that just said, oh, I'm in the Magic Kingdom now and there's a five-hour wait for A&E. And I thought, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit like the National Health Service. <laughs> yeah, <a little laughs> I'm, too close to home. <laughs> I don't know if I should yeah. explain that one. Accident and emergency. It's a hospital thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway... Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's our version of ER.
0: Yeah. On that note. So
2: <sighs>
1: are proud. we so are we all gonna be in a Disney park at the same time then? It sounds like we are.
2: It's, it's like extra magic passed. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Around the world.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should we should have like special glow and what do they call them? The glow with the show ears.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like three dis after dark sets of ears, and as soon as one of us talks, the other one's ears light up wherever you are in the world.
0: That's <laughs> the point. Did you receive your marquee? <laughs> yeah. <Never laughs> <laughs> Phil, 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 you could probably like cover them in waterproofing and use them as a poncho over your backpack and everything else
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah right. that's it boys make sure you take your waterproofs with you because I've, I've heard of storms are coming yeah they are mm. indeed
0: they are indeed and on that note and that um, feature-packed show
2: too many features not enough news that's what i say <laughs>
0: that's, that's it um dear listener we'll speak to you all um, at some point in the not too distant future
2: yeah, don't worry, one we will away, there's lots of content, so you won't miss us.
0: No.
2: No. But we, we will miss you. We will. Yeah.
0: And if you see yeah. us in incredibly large t-shirts, don't be afraid to come over and say hello. We don't, <laughs> don't bite, really.
2: However, um, <laughs> if you do see us in incredibly large t-shirts, and you don't say hello because you were too scared, and you want to let us know that you saw us, but you're too scared to actually say hello to us in person...
0: Nice segue.
2: ...then you can visit our website at <laughs> www.disafterdark.com, or you can email us at podcast at disasterdark.com.
1: Or you can tweet us at Incredibly Large T shirts. No, sorry, at DizAfterDark. <laughs> or you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Diz After Dark or micechat.com.
0: Uh, yeah, YouTube under DizAfterDark podcast, Instagram under DizAfterDark. Um, just Google it and you'll find us
2: somewhere. B24 mouse yeah. Chat. Yeah. Um And I will, uh, as my well, one caveat, one per show rule, other size T-shirts are available, yeah. and once they are, we will let you know yeah. uh, when that is the case when we sort that yeah. out. But yeah. Um, yeah,
0: now now I've done the beta test of them, and they seem to look okay, and they've lasted a couple of washes. So I might be happy, unlike the last batch yep. we did where you couldn't actually read the logo.
2: <laughs> yeah, <that> was, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't our proudest moment, but no, but um... hey. Always uh, oh, and upwards.
0: Yeah, uh, indeed. Uh, on, on that note, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Um, and thank We'll you. see you uh, in the next few weeks, sometime.
1: Yeah. Have enjoy your respective holidays.
0: To everyone. Yes, bon voyage. This, the, rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. Indeed. See you later, guys. Have a magical day. <laughs> Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This after dark, the podcast is nearly the same as all the others. out that one there then and come up with a really witty saying or something.